This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris the New York Post, the famed New York Post, featured a article in their business section, which is, you know, tends to be a little less dramatic, a little less political, not completely void of those things. I mean, after all, it is the New York Post, and I'm a, I'm a fan of the New York Post. I think they have good writers. I think they put out good information. Isn't it the oldest newspaper in the country or something like that? Or is that the Saturday Evening Post? I forget which. Anyway, here's the story. Famed investor. Famed investor. Jeremy Grantham. You know Jeremy Grantham? I don't know Jeremy Grantham. Never heard of Jeremy Grantham before. Well, what does the famed investor say? Well, he says that he sees a stock market tragedy When the super bubble bursts, oh, with the double bubble terms, it's great. It's really great. The the super bubble. I love it. I love the clickbait portion of it. Jeremy, Robert Jeremy Galtho Grantham, born October 6th, 1938. Oh, he's British. Okay. Well, the British have been working to take down this country since before we became a country. That's a true statement. When Bush said that we had no greater friend, uh, I don't know what he was talking about there. I, I don't believe it's it's uh, Britain. Regardless, it's not what the story's about. This guy points to uh, overinflated assets in, in tech, in, uh, I don't know, what does he say here? Bear market rally that saw the S&P recoup. For the, he's basically saying that we're following all the same patterns that in the past have led to, you know, an economic drop-off. Well, I'll give you the simple pattern, and that is the inflating of money every time, right? That's what happened in the 60s. The money was inflated to pay for the war, and then in the 70s, we had a big recession. And then in the 80s, Reagan inflated the currency. It's a fact. I know we all love Reagan, but he did. He inflated the currency the uh, Keynesian economics or whatever it is, the Milton Friedman liberal economic theory that Trump follows and many other so-called conservatives. I don't necessarily disagree with those economic principles, but here's what I'm trying to say to you. That as long as the currency can be artificially manipulated, we're going to continue to have these crazy cycles in the economy, which are wholly destructive, immoral in my opinion. To have such a, a heinous system without, you know, it's it's not bad enough that it's fiat money, and, and maybe it has to be. I don't know that digital currency is such a bad thing. There's a lot you could say about that. I don't want to overtake the conversation. The point right now is the printing of money, the devaluing of money, the creation of inflation, which destroys people financially. What kind of government does that to its people? On a regular basis, no less. They call it the hidden tax. It's not so hidden now, is it? You're paying out the fanny. That was 8% last month. It's another 8% this month. Kamala says, oh, it hasn't gone up. 
it went up 8%, Kamala. Yeah, but it stayed flat. The rate the rate of inflation didn't increase. Uh, okay. Thanks, WizKid. We're good now. Everything's okay. No need to worry. Anyway, it's not even for any of that, really, that I brought it up. I just figured I'd add some of that dazzling intrigue to the failed uh, central banking fiat money system that we have. I, listen, actually, it's not even that. I, I don't uh, I don't know that I agree with the big bad boogeyman of the Fed deal. I think it should be restructured. I think more transparency, blah, blah, blah. Everybody always says this. Uh, people say we shouldn't have it. It's the boogeyman. What do you do without it? We're going the other direction. There's going to be a world bank at some point. What do you think the, the lead of the digital currencies? That's when we're really just dead. That's when our souls will be just stripped from our bodies in real time. I kid you not. Every, everything will be so controlled you have no idea once, once that occurs. In the meantime, what do you do without a central bank? You say, whoa, the states? Really? I'm not kidding. The states would create their own currency and you'd have exchange rates around the country. And he's, well, that's not very convenient. You mean if I fly from New York to California, I can't use the money that I have? Right. Almost like being in a different country. And that's kind of how this country was set up. By design. Almost to be like 50 little countries. Operating under one basic umbrella, but not a big brother. Many people, like John Nance, who wrote the book Rediscovering Republicanism, if you heard me talk about it, the interview that I did with him, he said, we got to get back to this. we got to get back to these conservative fundamentals. It's the path to progress to move these responsibilities back to the states where the people are and people care. Well, how do you have that with uh, such a border problem? Anyway, the reason that I brought up this New York Post article with this uh, Jeremy Grantham super-duper famed investor talking about a super-duper tragedy when the super bubble bursts, uh, you know, there's always a doomsdayer, and it's easy to do that. What if it doesn't? You know, here's the problem. As far as newsworthy and talk-worthy and being interesting, the same thing, you know, I don't really think that, I think we're just going to see this gradual, you know, eight per, 6 8% inflation because, you know, it won't cause people to riot, uh, but it's, it's basically the quickest way to, to strip away the wealth of the nation, just do it a little slower. I've said this, this gradual decline. I don't know if it's going to be. and This is boring. Hey, this process of destroying America, uh, you know, it might not happen overnight. It might not be a quick death. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint you. You know, it might take a few years to, to fully take the country down. So they do 8% inflation a, a month, 100% a year. Imagine this, that everything doubles every year. Think about the, the chaos that that creates such as your children being able to afford houses, you being able to retire. Well, we're going to find out. It's coming. I don't know about the famed investor and his doomsday scenario. might be good for selling newspapers, but it might not be a reality. What do you say? What do you think? What do you think is coming for the economy? I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for all the emails. I can't thank everybody. Uh, you really, the, the positive feedback, it meant a lot to me. Clay. Thank you for your message. I really appreciated that. It really is a reminder to me what this podcast is about. What is it about? Trying to bring a common sense view. And I really want to get back to these basics. I forgot. Clay reminded me. He said, it's right in your bio. Why don't you read it? Yeah, there's an idea, right? 
I forgot. I need to refresh my memory. We all need this from time to time. What is it about? A common sense view of things. Look, base, I don't care if you're socialist, liberal, conservative, pro-abortion, anti-abortion, yada, yada, yada. How do you have any kind of a free and fair society without economic freedom, number one? And number two, how do you possibly have economic freedom when the value of money can be constantly manipulated, never in your favor? How do you, how do you possibly feel uh, free? How do you possibly enjoy prosperity when every day you wake up, the money that you have and every, uh, is worth less? How do you do that? How do you call that progress? It doesn't exist. And so I believe the answer to that is to secure the currency to some basis. Uh, I'm not the expert on all this, but I know that it has to be fixed. And so that's the point, the, the podcast, to point out the, this common sense. Okay, you know, tell me, you tell me you want a central bank, you don't want a central bank, you want digital currency, you don't. But at the end of the day, how is that currency valued? What's it tied to? You know, this uh, fractional reserve banking, uh, it, it, it's the way banking works. It's the way wealth creation works. Nobody's ever been able to uh, figure out a proper way to bring it to an end. And, you know, there's discussion of the debt of debt in the Bible. And in the Old Testament, talks about forgiveness of debts every seven years. And even then, people were not faithful to that command. You say, well, it's not a commandment. Uh, I do believe it is in Deuteronomy, if I remember correctly. Don't quote me on that. But it's never happened. It just it doesn't happen. The debts are never forgiven. And I do believe it's part of the answer. But I don't know how that works fairly. You know, how do you maintain a system of fairness through all this as well? You're always going to have where, where the wealth is going to be concentrated. You're always going to need a system to, to redistribute it in some fashion, whether it's forced or voluntary. Also biblical, right? And I believe in that. So do you. We need, we need to be, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, you know, uh, helpful. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Charitable. You, got, you don't want homeless people walking around, people uh, that, that are mentally handicapped. And you, what do you say to them? You're on your own. I was telling this story the other day. A, a woman I knew from church, a young woman. She was maybe late 20s, early 30s. She had eyesight issues and I think a learning disability, maybe a speech impediment, fairly severe, a bit of an awkward gait. And she lived on her own as an adult. And she walked to a food store uh, to work. And she would get rides a lot, people from church and whatnot, but not always. Sometimes she had to walk. And it's probably, I don't know, five miles each way. And I was telling this story the other day, and I think, you know, and she did really well, by the way. It was kind of a pain in the butt, and something I'm kidding. She was a wonderful person. Um, but I said, you know, think about how different her life is than mine. No comparison. But yet she continues to plug away. And all of us must and should. It's kind of uh, kind of money, but we need to help people, right? So we need to be charitable. That needs to be part of our of our system. That's not what's going on right now. Matter of fact, the people that need it aren't even really getting the help that they need. When you think about it, whole thing's just a mess. James Wood says, uh, 
Has the left? Have you ever seen his posts, James Woods? He's big on Twitter. Uh, they kick him off a lot. Uh, this might be on Truth Social. I think he's got a big following. Anyway, has the left gone insane? I mean, really, menstruating people, drag queens in every school. This is not normal behavior. Somebody needs to check the Democratic Party. It seems like COVID was more like mad cow disease. I've said that before. A bio war, flu-like symptoms. My butt. You know, what if they're making everybody go nuts in many ways? All this stuff that they're doing, it's talked about openly. It, it is. It's creating a ma- mass psychosis, mass mental illness. Faith and, and common sense and reason and keeping your eyes and ears open, I think, is the, the answer to that. But you have to ask yourself, you know, with the, with the government, the people that we have, why the secrets, why the lies? Social media, the media, all conspiring together. We're hearing all these stories now. And it's only Fox News and the, and the fringe media. Like the, uh, what is it, WND and, um, and, and Alex Jones and Trump's quoting QAnon. It's, it's Thursday here, uh, coming up on 7 o'clock. What time's Biden lying tonight? Uh, they brought him out of the basement. I got to watch this. I think I might. Uh, it almost seems like we're going to hear a declaration of civil war tonight. What's his problem? What's his beef? Well, I thought he was supposed to be the president of peace. You know, at least we get rid of Trump. You know, we're going to give up uh, uh, the economy and the border and, and our military. But at least we were supposed to get some peace. Remember they were going to leave us alone? No, it's not happening. They continue to to provoke. They provoke in China. They provoke Russia. They provoke their own people here. Evil. Why the secrets? Why the lies? That's what we need to be asking. And here's the thing. You know, we know that they're lying. The, 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 um, the, the, the Inflation Reduction Act. There's nothing in this that reduces inflation. And Biden's like, I think it does. And then a week later, they're like, <laughs> the climate bill. <laughs> we got you. Did anybody even read it? No, I didn't even look at it. I thought, shame on me. We know they're lying. They know that we know that they're lying because we openly talk about it. And we know that they know that we know that they're lying. And they know that we know that they know that we know that they're lying. But they still lie. How is that? With complete impunity with complete careless disregard they'll sit there look at this we're gonna spend a trillion dollars to reduce inflation ha ha just kidding that's a climate bill ha ha fools unreal supreme court they just ah we don't agree with it we're not gonna follow it pushback is amazing beyond amazing this is a very telling story here on Real, Real Clear Politics. Uh, I have the, 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 the links in the show notes, of course. You can get it at ChristopherScottShow.com. If you're listening, I would like you to go to ChristopherScottShow.com. There's a lot going on. They're, they're, they're squashing everything conservative. I can't get any views on YouTube. The podcast uh, remains flat, essentially. They will not send any new traffic. 
it, it, it's it's soon going to be to the point where we won't be on Apple Podcasts, which is a lot of the traffic right now. You know that was, a, but that's the change that's coming. They've just completely squeezed out the conservative voices. And the way that you can help that is go to ChristopherScottShow.com and um, you can subscribe to the email list if you want. I'm going to hopefully have some stuff coming out that it might be good to be on that list coming up. What else? Uh, You can leave me a message right there, ChristopherScottShow.com. And I hope that you'll check out the show notes at ChristopherScottShow.com. I would think that it's stories that maybe you check out daily. I'd appreciate it. That website traffic, uh, it means a lot to the ranking. And I think that, you know, if you'd like to scroll through and look at information, um, you know, you could bookmark it there on your on your phone or whatever. And when you're on the throne and you've got nothing else to do and you're scrolling through your phone, I mean, come on. We all know what you're doing when you're here in the bathroom, right? We all, know, we all know what everybody does in the head these days. You're on your phone. We know it. You're scrolling. You're on Facebook. You're on Twitter. I don't know why you're on that stuff. With your dirty hands, germs flying, your phone's sucking up bacteria with mag- magnetic influence as you sit there and scroll, scroll, scroll. Well, go scroll uh, the show notes at ChristopherScottShow.com. I'll have the access to me that you can message me as well as seeing the show notes, which is exactly what I look at. I'm looking at it right now as I do this podcast. And I think it gives you a kind of a unique glimpse behind the scenes. Uh, the other thing you could do there, you know, sometimes I don't fully cover things. Maybe you have a question addition. Maybe I got something wrong. You want to correct me. I'd love to hear about it. If you're one of the people that watches on the computer while you're working or, or listens rather while you're on the computer or working, throw up those show notes. We have some comments. So anyway, while you're there, you'll find this story. Thanks for the over promotion, the self-grandizing promotion. You're welcome. Newt Gingrich, listen to what he said. This is really uh, a little haunting, if you ask me. He said, this is the most corrupt. Can I play this? Let's just play it here a second. What's going on here with the cord to this thing? Let's give it a whirl. Uh, Justice Department and all of American... Hold on. Let's start it over. Corrupt Justice Department and all of American history. Uh, You have corruption from the attorney general to the head of the FBI to senior elements of the FBI. Uh, You have collusion from a wide range of the intelligence community. You had, I think it was 50-some intelligence senior officials who signed a letter last year that we now know was a total lie, none of whom have recanted. This is fascinating. I mean, he's not calling people out by name. But more or less he is. Um, I fully expect the Justice Department to indict President Trump in a D.C. court, a a district where he got 5.6% of the vote. So by 19 to 1. He's saying that they're going to indict Trump. I believe Biden is going to lay the case for that tonight. They say, well, we're going to wait till after the midterms. Only if they think it's politically better for them. The jury is likely to be against him. Uh, I think this is an all-out effort. And just had uh, Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, say that the FBI asked him to suppress 
uh, the Hunter Biden laptop for the three or four weeks before. I don't know if people everywhere, I know some are, recognizing the magnitude of the FBI censoring information that people are hearing about a political candidate. For the election yep. in 2020, at a time, by the way, when some 80% of Americans say if they had known how corrupt Hunter Biden and through him. Interestingly, this is on Fox News, and uh, they're showing video of Trump. They've got uh, whoever the host is here. I don't even know who this is. And then they've got uh, Newt Gingrich speaking, and then Trump uh, video clips playing uh, when he was president. And it's in a favorable light, which is a big switch for Fox News. His father were, they probably would have voted against Joe Biden. So, I mean, uh, I have no idea what's going to happen next. I'm a historian by training, and I tell everybody, you have to assume that nothing you know tells you anything about how corrupt and how sick this is going to get. We're really reaching... Civil War, Revolutionary War level hatred. We're moving from division to hatred, don't you think? Because you have fanatics who represent a secular religion who are determined to destroy not just Trump, but Trump's followers. Uh, and they could do almost anything. We have no way of knowing what the next six months or two years are going to carry. In other words, he's saying they're capable of anything. You tell me what the threat to democracy is. It's freaky. Let me keep going here because there's some more. I wish I had this in a better order. I didn't have time to do it. Republican establishment attorneys connected to Bush and Romney file a brief in support of the of the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I, I told you this. This Lincoln project, these establishment Republicans, all the big money is leaving the Republican Party, by the way. And and this is part of this is really an establishment versus grassroots takeover. And there's a lot involved in that. Let me get uh, I wish I had this in better order. I'm really losing my momentum here. COVID measures, governments are rethinking nuclear power. Uh, there was a, a Biden piece that I wanted to mention. Ah, for the love of horse feathers. All right. Well, you know what? We're just going to have to go back to the plan, which was to go down this list. I don't know why I didn't think to put this in a better order. We're going to jump around all over the place. I had such a good momentum going. That, who can I blame for this but myself? So here's the deal. Uh, we're coming up on the five-year anniversary of the podcast. September 6th will be five years and some kind of, uh, let's see, what do we got here? Oh, now I flipped off my screen. The whole show's going to ruins here. Uh, We'll be somewhere around 1,340 podcasts or so, somewhere in that vicinity. Started recording literally with a Zoom microphone that I put in a cardboard box to, uh, to amplify the sound a little bit. And here we are five years later. You know, back then a lot of people said they would say to me, you have a voice for radio and, uh, you know, you're a natural and, you know, all those things. And uh, you listen to the early podcasts, and uh, I was not. <laughs> I was so arrogant. I was like, I could do better than any of these guys. Limbaugh, Hannity, uh, Savage, none of them. I could beat them all. 
And in some ways, I think this podcast is better. You know, they all have their unique talents as well. Uh, but uh, I think there's something to offer here, and it's been a, it's been a path. So five years coming up, and I thought, you know, I've been balancing a lot of things. The 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 monkeys uh, running the circus in my head, you know, just this and that, and where should I focus, and uh, what's best for the. I'm always, uh, you know, thinking to the future. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take the weekend off uh, more than likely. We'll see if they watch this Biden speech, if I can stomach it. I don't know if I can stay up. I don't even know what time it's on. I'm, I'm, I'm in bed by about 8.30 this time of year. I get up early. I want to be outside. I don't know that I'm willing to mess up my whole schedule to hear Biden come out of the basement. Uh, anyway, why did I bring this up about the anniversary? Well, because I'm not really well prepared today, and it was a good cover, don't you think? I think that was a good adjustment, right? That was a good. I, I kind of was faltering there, was flumbering around. What do you do? Boom! Flanking move. That was not bad. Lessons, lessons. I wish I had like a podcast playbook. Ooh, maybe something to create. You know, what do you, what do you do when you forget what you were talking about, or or you're, there's a problem with your notes or your outline or something like that? How do you handle that? Christopher Scott podcast playbook. I think it has a nice ring to it. The art of recovery, basically. You know, the easiest way to deal with that is just to have stuff in your pocket, pre-canned stuff. That's what the pros do. What do you do if you stutter, you spit? You got to know. What if somebody says this or that? What if the general question? You can do it. You can prepare. Impromptu speaking. It's a a challenging art. How How to be quick on your feet, basically, when you're talking. I'll write the book about it. You can read it. You can have your own podcast, YouTube channel. You can become famous. It'll be fun. We'll do it soon. I don't know when. <laughs> Tech Tool offers police mass surveillance on a budget. Here it is right here. Right from the Associated Press. No conspiracy theories. No Alex Jones. No WND. No Trump. No QAnon. AP News. Telling you what the cops are doing with your cell phone data. Solving crimes years later. No warrants. Completely able to track people's whereabouts. What's the lesson in that? Well, if you're going to commit a crime, leave your cell phone at home or put it somewhere where you have an alibi. I mean, you know, why not uh, call it for what it is? Uh, What is this? Establishment attorneys. I discussed that. Imagine going to a restaurant. Imagine going out to eat. Like, imagine going out to a really expensive restaurant, something really exquisite. You look at the menu, you look at everything on there, and you say, I can't afford any of this. And regardless, you order up the finest appetizer, $40 appetizer. You order uh, a little side, maybe of something seafood, I don't know. Some kind of a crab or, I don't know, that's another $65. You're $100 in. You've got appetizers for one. The entree, $300 aged steak. This is the kind of place I like to eat at. I used to, not so much anymore. I'd rather just cook it myself, honest to goodness. I used to like to go out really fine dining. It was a treat. Uh, it's expensive, but I thought it was enjoyable, the quality of the food, you know, something special. But anymore, I just would rather cook myself. I get my own Kobe beef. I buy Kobe beef, cook it on my own doggone grill. 
cost me a tenth. So say you're, you're looking over this incredible menu and you come to, uh, you know, $600 a person. There's eight of you. So what are you, like five grand? You're going to, with wine and cocktails and a tip, this is going to be an $8,000 meal. And you eat it all, every last drop, you eat it all up. And when you're done, the waiter comes over. How was everything? And you say, you know, I'd like to speak to the manager. And you say to the manager, you know, I didn't really like it. In fact, the food was awful. The the appetizers, both of them, huh? the aged steak, I don't know, maybe it was too old. It seemed moldy. Huh? The side of this and the glaze and the that, huh? sour, bitter, too, too spicy. My wife had a reaction. Look at her. She's turning red. Manager panics. What can I do? You say, well. I would expect that the the other diners here in this restaurant should pay for my meal. That's what student loan forgiveness is. You go to college that you can't afford, that makes no financial sense, no guarantees, no idea how you're going to fulfill this little dream. And when it's done, you're going to say, I want everybody else to pay the bill. Fascinating, right? Meanwhile, the guy who, quote, accidentally left 300,000 guns for the Taliban, three, the guy who leaves 300,000 guns for the Taliban, tanks, helicopters, artillery, who knows what, is going to lecture us on gun control. Joe Biden. We need more gun control to get, the hands, get these guns out of the hands of people that shouldn't have them. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Get back in the basement. We'll call you out when it's time for the big speech to rally against the Trump supporters. Let me ask you this. If there was no support for Trump, if he won with such popularity, if there was no if there's no inflation, if his ratings are so high, why is it necessary to come out and attack the Trump supporters? Makes no sense. Here's this article again. Is there a reason why I have this paste in here like five times? Republican establishment attorneys connected to Bush and Romney file brief in support of the FBI on the Mar-a-Lago raid. Unreal. Meanwhile, it's reported here, according to this, the U.S. Department of Energy, Biden has taken down the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve to a 40-year low, cutting it in almost in half. Think about that a little bit. Uh, Nearly 70% of uh, Los Angeles teachers have considered quitting. Why would that be? Well, pay. We need to pay more. It's always pay more. Throw money at the problem. No, it's not the money. Money might be part of the issue in L.A. I don't know. Philadelphia teachers, I'm sure they don't make a lot. And then after the union, do, the exorbitant union dues, they're getting ripped off. But they get ripped off by the government. They get ripped off by the students. They get ripped off by the union. Why would you want to stick in that? But the real reason that the teachers aren't happy is because the dirty, crappy kids get away with bloody murder, and the administration does nothing to back up the teachers. That's the basic truth. 
And if you've ever had to work in an environment like that, you know what I'm talking about. Though the customer's always right. The kid just bit me. Well, you know, he was having a moment, and you yelled. Yeah, yelled. I was, it was biting my arm. Well, you got to settle down. In fact, we're going to have to suspend you, or worse. As Americans ditch COVID measures, pandemic worsens for the vulnerable. Oh, my. I don't know anybody that has COVID. I haven't heard anybody mention COVID. I haven't uh, seen an article about COVID. I don't know where the body... Remember when the body bags were piling up in New York? Remember that nonsense during Trump? It's, It's really fascinating to me. COVID came and went. Trump. Lanternflies came and went. Trump. Wildfires in the West came and went. Trump. BLM came and went. Trump. Antifa came and went. Trump. You tell me what the heck's going on. Uh, ISIS came and went Trump. Came or went, I should say. Would that be the better way of saying that? I'm not blaming him or tying to it. Maybe he solved it. Maybe they didn't. I don't think Trump brought BLM. They brought BLM to fight against him. You don't see the charade by now? No, it's just me. Once you see the truth, you can't unsee the truth. And I think it's been part of my, my strife lately. I look at this and I say, this is uh, this is worse than I thought. Um, I don't see a quick end. I don't see a civil war. A civil I've said this before. What, what's civil war? What's the objective? What war are you talking about? The entire country is a mess at every level of government. It's, it's, there would be so much required. The first thing would have to be sealing off the borders and correcting that problem. And I don't want to go too deep right now because most people can't handle it. But when you then look at the cost in human life and the impact on American population of the world wars and abortion, it's unreal. It's unreal. We wouldn't need to bring in all this immigration if probably one of those three things didn't happen. One of the world wars or abortion. Thank God. You know, I, I, I've said this before. I don't want to get too deep in the abortion thing. Um, I'm not crazy about the, the, the uh, Supreme Court decision as the final destination, but it isn't. They left it up to the states. Uh, I wish there would be a better solution. I wish it could be a little easier. It's not. But the fact of the matter, I am so thankful. Maybe there's a small chance this country can heal I I heard a number thrown out since Roe v. Wade of 50 million abortions. It makes me sick. 50 million babies. It's not convenient. This is like the, um, you know, everybody's throwing around, this is the definition of fascism. The willful disregard for life, the willful disregard for human life, in my mind, is the very definition of evil. Somehow, a woman's right to choose. Where's the doctor's obligation to do what's right? If nobody did it, it wouldn't, you say, it's my right to decide for my own body. Yeah, you can't force the doctor to do it either. Where's the doctor's culpability? Who are these doctors? Well, uh, I knew an abortion doctor, as fate would have it. 
my uh, former business partner, his father was an abortion doctor. And I knew him well. Very respectable man. Uh, Most of those abortions were carried out on Catholic girls. They were the primary, the anti, um, what do you call it, birth control and uh, upstanding Catholics when their daughters got pregnant. It would be the mothers and fathers that brought them in and insisted on having an abortion. Fascinating, right? Now, I don't know, you know what the final demographics were, but this was his career. And by the way, it was a pretty interesting story, and I don't know all the details, but he had a an abortion clinic at one point that was destroyed by um, protesters. And, uh, you know, that drew a lot of of uh, resentment in the family. It destroyed the family's uh, finances. And, um, you know, to some that are anti-abortion, you say, well, bravo. But that's really not the way to handle things either. Uh, either way, um, you know, it wasn't good to see my friend's father struggle through that. It was really fascinating. I have some uh, interesting mixed feelings about it. I don't know if I would ever discuss openly, frankly, uh, out of respect for my friend and his father, but very interesting story. Anyway, I don't know what made me get off on that tangent. I, got, I don't know how to stay on point. That's the problem. UK doctors warn of rise in nerve damage due to nitrous oxide. You know what they're doing? They're huffing the, uh, you know, the cylinders or whatever. Good God. This is making a rise again? This is what kids are doing? Uh, spat at, abused, and run off the road. Why do some people hate cyclists so much? Uh, I could tell you a story. Let me tell you the problem. It's I I, I love bicycling, and uh, uh, I did it a lot. And I ride on the road when I was a kid. And but I see people then. There's so many trails. Why don't you go ride somewhere else? Let me mention this. I'm skipping over a bunch of stories. Palin won in Alaska, but lost because of ranked choice voting. Supposedly, she had 27,000 votes. And the unopposed Democrat, 15,001. This is how they're trying to upend the system. Uh, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, I talked about this before, the group behind it. And um, it, it's really uh, discouraging, this rank-based voting idea. How, how do you ever verify it? How, how do you ever really say, you know, they're like, oh, another day or two. Well, how, what do you mean another day or two? How many votes did Palin get? Well, 27,000. How many did the other one get? Well, it's, you know, uh, uh only 15, but the way we do this, what do you mean the way you do this? How do you, how do you ever verify it? And if you know anything about rank-based voting with, 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 with only two candidates, it really doesn't work very well. I don't know. Really fascinating. Anyway, I saw this. I want to leave you with this for the week. I might come back on on the weekend. I might take off on Monday. I don't know. It's the holiday. And I, I might enjoy it. We'll see. I might even come back Wednesday. We'll see what happens. We'll see how I feel. We'll see what goes on. I don't know. See what the weather's like. I'm going to be outside working on my house. Seven rules of life. I saw this. I want to share this. Let it go, number one. Number two, ignore them. Number three, give it time. Number four, don't compare. Number five, stay calm. Number six, it's on you. Number seven, smile. Let me tell you what I have to say about that. Uh, You can forgive, never forget. You can ignore. There's no use for arguing with an idiot. Don't waste your time where it's not valued. Patience is important. Don't compare, indeed. Focus on staying forward. Stay calm. You need to have a pulse and a passion. It is on you. It's you. up to you what the destiny of your life is going to be. And uh, 
at the end of the day, a sense of humor and a smile once in a while. I'm a big believer, and I don't know that I do it enough myself. I'm still looking for something funny. God willing, I'll be back soon. I don't know when. It's going to be a new time for the podcast. I hope to see you there. Make it a great day and a great weekend. Enjoy the holiday. I'll see you back.